hello, this is a second attempt at a, a video that gives an overview of Judith Thompson's 1971 article, A Defense of Abortion. I'm redoing this because I apparently sort of uh, misspoke a few times. So this is a super famous uh, article um, from a um, famous philosophy journal, Philosophy and Public Affairs, and it argues that abortion is not wrong and gives an interesting argument that is sort of the uh, motivation or inspiration for uh, what are often presented as sort of like bodily autonomy or bod bodily rights sort of arguments that you might hear about quite often these days. But um, Thompson's position is much more subtle than uh, the typical, what I'll call, pro-choice extremist uh, on this issue, and we'll see why in a minute. Um, but her argument, her position is often misunderstood, and so uh, I provide this video to try to clear things up. All right, so the backstory is this. Uh, people then, and even now, sometimes think that, look, if fetuses are persons, then abortion is just pretty much wrong. If fetuses have the right to life, then abortion is pretty much wrong. Why is that? Well, the right to life would be the most important right, and it would sort of supersede or outweigh any sort of uh, rights the pregnant woman would have over her body. So look, if fetuses are persons when the right to, with the right to life, abortion is nearly always wrong. Um, except maybe in cases where her life is genuinely at stake. If there's this conflict, go with the pregnant woman. So that was a common view, still is a common view. And Thompson says, well, not so fast. And what she has us do is think about, well, what's exactly involved in having the right to life? What's exactly involved in being a person who has the right to life? To state our main point first, she observes that the right to life is not the right to everything you need for your life to continue. In particular, the right to life is not the right to other people's bodies, even if you need their bodies for your life to continue. Um, now, put that way, that seems kind of obvious, but um, it's always not obvious. So, um, how does she get to this conclusion? Well, a number of cases, a number of vivid examples. And these vivid examples are used to illustrate this principle or elucidate and illustrate this principle. They are not meant to be analogies. Um, it's not meant to suggest that pregnancy is just like equivalent to these things. So what are these cases? Well, the most famous one is the violinist case, the famous violinist case. And the story here is basically you wake up one day back to back to a famous violinist. You're in the hospital. The famous violinist um, has a kidney problem and the famous violinist has been plugged into you um, so that you can circulate his blood. Um, the Society of Music Lovers found you and you are the only person who uh, has the right blood type, the right physiology to do this. So, you weren't asked for this, this just happened, you wake up, you see this. What would, what would you do, what should you do, what would be okay to do? Many people say like, well, if that happened, it would be okay for me to unplug. It would be okay for me to disconnect from the violinist, even though I know the violinist is very likely gonna die. Um, suppose somebody says, well, but the violinist is a person. The violinist has a right to life. Well. Yes, but the violinist does not have a right to my body. The next case is this. Um, you're sick, you're about to die, but the only thing that will cure you is uh, if your favorite celebrity visits you and touches your fevered brow, um, then you will be healed. Well, your favorite celebrity, you're on the East Coast, the favorite celebrity is on the West Coast. Um, would it be okay to people for people to kidnap your favorite celebrity and bring them or her over and make make them touch your head? Um, uh, again, the thought seems to be no. Do you have a right to their touch? If they refuse to do that, if they don't do it, would they be violating your rights? No. 
So again, you are a person with the right to life. Does that mean you have a right to a visit by your favorite celebrity? Again, the answer seems to be no. The third case is uh, more imaginative, even more imaginative, and it involves these things called the people seeds. And the setup is imagine people came about by way of people seeds that float around in the air, and if they root in carpet, they will develop into a person, but they're a person now, um, so you know what I mean. Um, you don't want children, so you um, put screens on your windows and keep your windows shut, but by bad luck, um, a people seed gets in somehow and roots in your carpet. Um, here's the question, does the people seed have a right to be there? Um, again, the answer is no, even though you did something that resulted in the people seed being able to root there. Uh, what did you do? Well, you had a house, you had windows, uh, you opened your door now and then, yeah. So, so now again, the basic point is the right to life is not the right to everything you need to live, it's not the right to other people's bodies. That's what the point of all these cases is. And these cases are not meant to suggest that they are just like pregnancy or equivalent to pregnancy or anything like that. They're cases that are used to sort of develop these principles from. Now, how do these cases differ from um, what I sometimes call pro-choice extremism? People who appeal to bodily autonomy, bodily rights, and say that's the end of things. It's as simple as that. Abortion's okay because uh, bodily rights, bodily autonomy. The answer is this. Just because you have the right to somebody else's body or don't have the right to somebody else's body, um, that doesn't mean that they can't be sort of obligated to help you. So, um, and, and that they couldn't be sort of virtuous or vicious in helping you or not helping you. So, um, Thompson said, say, say about the uh, case where the celebrity needs to touch your head to save your life. Um, maybe you probably don't, maybe you don't have a right to their touch, but suppose they're in the next room and uh, they're asked to come over, look, it'll take a minute, touch this guy's head, you'll save his life. Suppose the celebrity says, nah, I'm busy, you know, I've got my TikTok videos to watch. Well, she says that would be like cruel, that would be mean, that would be callous. Um, that might even be wrong. So um, even if you don't have a right to something, it can still be the case that people are obligated to provide it. And uh, I guess I'll just say here that um, I think the standard pro-choice extremist denies this in insisting that every possible abortion is justified by bodily autonomy. At the very least, Thompson would deny that. Okay, uh, I hope this uh, is interesting and helpful. Short cast club.